0: Hi, this is Kim.
1: And I'm Xander. We're from Geek Prime.
0: So this was opening weekend for Logan, which is sadly Hugh Jackman's final performance as Wolverine. I'm sure a lot of you went out to see it this weekend, and if you didn't, hit pause now. This podcast is full of spoilers.
1: Yeah, please hit pause. Go see the movie. We'll be here when you get back. Do it now. Don't wait. Okay, if you haven't found the pause button by now, you never will. All right, so starting out... um, Full disclosure, I tend to skew more DC, uh, and the X-Men happen to be Kim's favorite uh, superheroes. So, Kim, what are your first impressions of the movie?
0: So what I found interesting about Logan was that it was as much of a western as it was a, a superhero movie. Yeah, it was um, basically
1: like like just Shane. <laughs> <kind> yeah, <of. laughs> yeah. And, and they even watch it.
0: And that's a, a genre actually to be honest that I'm not very familiar with, but I picked up on the the cues pretty early. I mean, there's a lot of cinematic cues, um, a lot of those sort of sweeping landscapes and, and things like that.
1: And that, like the music the music and even yeah. like even the fights were kind of like the barroom brawls in uh in like Shane and everything like that. So it's very, uh, very heavily influenced there.
0: Yeah, and, and another reason it's different from, you know, other superhero films. I think, is that it was super cerebral. It was it was really emotional in in a way that other superhero movies aren't, or you know, there's some that that try to be. Um, there was that famous touching moment in Batman v Superman.
1: Oh. Martha. Martha. Um,
0: but. but Martha. I think, Logan executed that. That sort of tender, delicate side, um, in in a in a very sort of uniquely Marvel comics kind of way.
1: Yeah, and it it was funny. I actually found a quote from um, an interview with Scott Franks, the uh, the screenwriter who wrote the Wolverine and this one, um, and uh, he said that he he liked this one better because um, the the director um, and he were talking and. He was saying, we don't have to sell Happy Meals for this one. Like, they didn't have to connect it to a larger universe. They weren't really... Even though, like, there were, like, obviously nods to the other uh, X-Men movies and the other um, uh, Wolverine movies, they didn't have to tie it to a bigger universe where it's like, you know, oh, well, this happened and we got to touch on this and we got to touch on that. They, you know, just were free to kind of do their own thing.
0: Yeah. So let's talk acting. What did you think of Hugh Jackman's performance?
1: I thought Hugh Jackman was great. I actually believed he had a limp and was old for a few minutes there and not, you know, amazingly ripped and Hugh Jackman. Um, Yeah, I thought he was very... uh, He played Wolverine, like old Wolverine, uh, very, just very you know stunningly because we're we're used to seeing wolverine being like the tortured guy and like the badass and everything but we're not used to seeing him kind of like at the end of his rope where he's just tired and done with everything
0: yeah i think um he's been playing this since 2000 yeah was it so so that's pretty incredible um you know and i think it was a pretty good a pretty good send-off for that oh, yeah. iconic character. Yeah. And what about Patrick Stewart?
1: Uh, Sir Patrick was, you know, amazing as always. Um, and, uh, yeah, just as the old, kind of going a little senile Charles Xavier, uh, was very, uh, it was kind of jarring. It's kind of like watching uh, watching your dad get old and, you know, start to break down. Um, and, yeah, just bringing all that to uh, to this performance. Um I actually I will admit um, I didn't expect Caliban to be there, and so when he's walking around in the very beginning, all covered up, I really was like, "How do they make? How do they make him walk again?" And then it was Caliban, so it was uh, it was good. And then they even teased a little bit of the old man Logan stuff uh, with him, you know, screaming, "What did you do?" When he's trying to remember, you know, where the rest of the X Men are and everything. Uh, we'll get to that.
0: So what about that Daphne Keene?
1: Uh, she was. Very terrifying. A uh, lot of lot of intensity packed in a very little space. Uh, I don't think she spoke for the first hour of the movie. Um, it was uh, it was honestly like a really really great um, really great acting job, having to convey everything just based on the, her angry little face.
0: Yeah, I I think you know when you have a child in in a very very adult movie, a very R rated movie. Um, it's, it's really tough. She, she wasn't too precious, as, as sometimes kids and adult situations are in the movies. And so she was the opposite of precious. She was, she was like you said, intense and terrifying. Um, and what I loved, loved, loved about her character, um, is, Laura, is that she's not a helpless victim that needed saving. Um, she's a hero in her own right. So I thought that was a pretty cool, uh, cool thought cool idea.
1: Yeah, and one thing that you would, um, I think you had mentioned uh, after the movie was uh, how she, you know, Wolverine's uh, beginning was kind of uh, him being very feral. Um, like In the first movie, you know, he's a cage fighter, everything. Uh, and in this movie, she's, you know, she takes the, the role, of like the, the kind of feral one, and he is uh, kind of forced to act as her Professor X, even though, you know, she has Professor X, you know, guiding her along for a little bit of it, um, you know, Wolverine really has to, Logan really has to, uh, pick it up and act as, you know, her father, uh, just like, uh, just like Charles did, um, in the first movie, you know, you know, nurturing Wolverine along and helping him, like, accept being part of a family.
0: So let's talk about the plot itself. So here's where we kind of get into spoiler land a little bit. Yeah,
1: this is, yeah. Um, so it definitely earned its R rating, um, it was, uh, and it wasn't just a, a few thrown around F words, though it was interesting hearing Professor X, uh, curse it up, but, um, but yeah, it was, you know, first couple minutes, they uh, <laughs> I think they earned that that R rating, just the, uh, you know, the savagery of the, of the fight, um, uh, that Wolverine gets to in the very beginning of the movie, um... It was it was a lot closer to uh, to Deadpool than than the other X Men movies.
0: Yeah, when we saw it, there were there were some kids in the theater, which I thought yeah, that was really me out. interesting. I... There, I, I mean, besides the cursing, besides the the extreme violence, I think um, there were some really intense themes that maybe the typical superhero movie doesn't address or or mm-hmm. you know, superhero movie goer isn't used to seeing, and one of those things was suicide. I think. You know yeah. Logan was incredibly suicidal and and you know even even told Laura that at some point. Yeah. You know, which I was very shocked by. Of all the things in the movie, I was shocked by. I was shocked that he would, you know, admit to a child that he wanted to kill himself and and showed the child how he intended to to kill mm-hmm. himself with that,
1: that, and bullet. There's another uh, there's another you know Shane kind of thing going on, because um, I, I I read in a, um, in one. Review uh, kind of a retrospective of Shane uh, in, in the context of Wolverine that you know Shane was uh, was considered for nineteen fifty three to have pretty intense violence and uh, one of the characters is a little boy um, as opposed to this little girl and um, it was like a a kind of you know all this violence in front of the child which I mean we look at we watch Shane now and it's it's kind of like oh, they're cracking each other over the head with chairs and. Yeah, you know, it's nothing the Undertaker and and Hulkster wouldn't get into, but um, but for nineteen fifty three, it was their version kind of of the Wolverine with like having a child exposed to like all that violence.
0: Yeah, and I think there's there's some talk of guns too. I mean, which is a theme mm-hmm. in, in in Shane. Um, but also sort of a, it, it, has a different meaning, I think, these days and in the context of Logan. So, yeah. you know, well, without getting political about mm-hmm. it, there was this, this talk of guns and I mean, it's killing is killing either way, whether you're killing with,
1: and, yeah, you know, that was, claws
0: or, or guns. That
1: was one of the themes of Shane was, um, and even like, uh, Laura, even in her like kind of, uh, um, eulogy for, uh, for Logan she just, you know, she doesn't know what to say. She just quotes the uh, the end of Shane. It's his last lines in the movie where he's like, you know, killing is a is a brand. Whether it's for good, whether you do it for good reasons or bad reasons, it's a brand, and uh, that you know you have to live with and it, it changes you, and uh, and then you know, just she, you know, she goes. There's no more guns in the valley, uh, which is the last thing Shane says to uh, to little Joey.
0: So so there's some speaking of themes. Um, there's some pretty obvious themes running through the film uh, so tell me a little bit about mortality that was a really really big one uh,
1: I thought so I thought this kind of you know neatly wrapped up um, Logan's storyline for this incarnation of, uh, of Wolverine because you know when we first meet him way 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 back in in 2000 um, uh, as he's first introduced to the rest of the x-men uh, it it's that movie and the second one, where he goes searching for uh, the base at Alkali Lake, it's, uh, it's kind of him searching for his past. Uh, and then in Origins and the Wolverine, we see him living through his past and dealing with it. Um, and then this one, it, it kind of uh, brings it around where he's trying to get away from his demons, you know? So it's kind of, you know, from the viewer's perspective, it's kind of, you know. Searching for the past, like, what what is this character, and then finding the past and dealing with it, and then, you know, learning to accept the past was kind of the arc of of those five movies, if you look at it from the Wolverine perspective.
0: Interesting. So, so what about family? I think family was also a, a, a pretty obvious theme, um... And not just sort of the conventional sense of family, but different interpretations of what family means.
1: Yeah, well, I definitely like there was the whole fatherhood thing with, um, you know, between for all the other movies between uh, Wolverine and uh, and Professor X, and then now in this movie between uh, between Lara and and Logan. Um, but yeah, it was just interesting seeing uh, seeing Logan have to deal with having a kid, um, and just you know seeing him have to, uh, have to kind of step up into that role, what did you, I mean, is there anything you, you saw in that, um, family-wise?
0: I think, so, so, you know, there are several incarnations of family throughout the film, there's, um, there's family as in your team, there's family as in your genetic material, and then there's, you know, just to sort of, to use as a barometer, there's the family that they encounter and stay with, where, um, you know, again, spoiler, uh, kind of in whose home Professor X dies. Oh,
1: poor family. They would have been better off if they just let them uh I know let the horses run amok.
0: <laughs> I kind of knew that they were doomed, just yeah. just you know, you know the tragic characters when you see them and you saw how how kind and how wholesome they are in a in a, a movie this gritty, you know that if you're that kind and you're that wholesome then you're not gonna make it that far. No. You know? Yeah. So so I kinda of pegged them for dead when I first met them. So I tried not to get too emotionally attached to uh, to those characters but yeah it was hard it was they were such an innocent family I think um, for me I was hoping that um, that Logan would show a little more remorse he kind of picked himself up and and kept moving but maybe you yeah, know in the, kind of yeah in the situation you're in you just kind of need to pick yourself up and, and keep moving I, I think he's emotionally distanced himself from, from yeah. everything at this point in his life,
1: so... Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, is it's kind of like, um, I, I do get what you're saying, uh, about, you know, him having a little more like, oh, you guys just, uh, just gave me dinner, I'm sad you're, sad you're gone. But it also did go with the whole, you know, he, you know, to a degree, like, he was gonna leave Lara back at the compound in Mexico, um, he kind of, to a degree, was like, meh, on Caliban, um... Yeah. And, uh, like, it was kind of just, like, he needs to protect Charles from the outside world, but also the outside world from Charles in terms of his, uh, his seizures and, uh, and his power kind of, like, exploding, um, uh, literally. <laughs> and, uh, so, you know, I think it went to, like, the sim- single-mindedness that he had throughout the movie. Um, but, yeah, uh, yeah, it, you know, a little more, a little more remorse, though, I think would have been, would have been good. But um, but yeah, going to like source material. I know uh, you and I both reread Old Man Logan uh, just to freshen ourselves up from this, and I know, I know you one of your big uh, sticking points was you were upset that Hawkeye wasn't in this, but uh,
0: yeah, I mean, it's it's not that I was upset that Hawkeye wasn't in it. It's just kind of like I knew that they had to. To depart from the source material because of Hawkeye, you and know, Spider Man's
1: daughter, and, and Spider Man's like daughter,
0: daughter. There's five there's different
1: a, studios own on all the material for. It, oh, yeah,
0: I, and I <laughs> hate to you know, you're for for these types of things. You're supposed to suspend your your disbelief or or whatever, even you know with regards to the politics and the business surrounding filmmaking. But you know, I I did I did wonder to myself, you know, how are they gonna pull off. A film based on Old Man Logan with all of these characters in it that, yeah, they belong to the Marvel Universe, but um, are owned by completely different studios. And and so I I, I kind of knew that they were going to sort of dodge it a little bit. And I, I, you know, what was so great about Logan is that even having read the source material, it was such a completely new story. It, It was, they completely just reinvented the entire story. You know, taking a little nugget of, of Old Man Logan and, and giving us a little, um, sort of, giving us a little lip service, if you will. But, but yeah. you know, not just not going with the source material at all, just building a completely new story from scratch.
1: And I do, and spoiler alert for those of you who haven't read Old Man Logan, uh, hit pause now, go to your local comic book shop, buy the trades, buy the issues, buy whatever you have to. Uh, it's, it's really good. But I will say that I did think that um, the plot of him having to get Lara to North Dakota was, I think, a better, um, a more emotional and better motivator than the you know the Captain America Super uh, Soldier Serum that Hawkeye was trying to get to. The alleged resistance. There in was a little super
0: Logan. serum involved in this. There was there was. Yeah, and that's what I. Like
1: I, I think that was a big I, nod to me. That was old a wink, the little
0: wink to uh, to the yeah. old man Logan. Fans. It even it was
1: even the same color. Yeah, it was the same color. Um, it was great. Super uh, serum, so kind of kind of getting around copyright there with just you know colors and wink, wink, nod, nod. Um, but yeah, but no, so yeah, we I I feel like we all felt like thought it was going to be old man Logan. Um, for for a while there, I know like you know we were having conversations with people on Twitter uh, back when they first announced Logan, and we were like, hey, he sounds like old man Logan to us. But uh, um, it was it did depart a lot, and I think I think one of the biggest departures was the implication that they never ever come out and say it or come out and explain what happened, but the implication that Professor X is the one that killed all the X Men and not Wolverine.
0: Yeah, they don't, they don't give a lot of that backstory that you get in Old Man Logan. You don't get what happened, like, why there are no more mutants around. Yeah, they just, yeah, because in... They it, kind of just are like, eh, there are no more mutants around.
1: Actually, you know what, I will say, I I was confused about that, too, because in, um, it was a... I think it, in Old Man Logan it was Scarlet Witch, um, cast a spell or something like that, but, um, they obviously can't use her, and so, uh, I, I was, um... I was looking into it and um, apparently there's a couple throwaway lines or the things I thought were throwaway lines uh, between uh, Eric LaSalle and uh and Hugh Jackman where they're talking about uh, where he's talking about like all oh, these drinks for people to you know feel strong feel better feel sexy whatever uh, and he's just decrying like the you know sports drinks energy drinks like all that stuff and then a line from um uh, the evil. Doctor, Dr. Rice at the end, uh, where he talks about like compounds, everything. Apparently, that was them telling you that Dr. Rice,, um, his company, you know, put a compound in all these drinks that have been mass marketed that suppressed the, um, the X gene. And that's why there were no no more mutants.
0: Interesting.
1: So a kind of critique of mass media and also another thing about how subtle everything was. There was no like I'm Caliban and blah blah blah. like you didn't even like for those of, for those who don't know the comics very well, like it, you don't realize it's Caliban until Wolverine says him by name. Uh, Donald Pierce. Um, I actually I actually will admit I had to look up because like I said, I'm more DC skewed and um, Donald Pierce, uh, which they, who they only ever called Donald in the movie, uh, was a super villain from uh, that fought the X-Men in, uh, in the comics. Um, Dr. Rice they you know they never give like explicit intros and explicit explanations which I think is goes to part of the whole uh, setting it apart from other superhero movies um,
0: yeah there's no there's a no mess no fuss type of uh, approach to yeah. this movie because yeah. uh, you, you know my one complaint about superhero films, especially films for for which I haven't read the source material, is that it they're, they're packing so much information and so much backstory and and so many characters into, into two hours, two and a half hours mm-hmm. that it gets a little confusing and it gets yeah. a little overwhelming. And I think what's so brilliant about Logan and and the thing that sets it apart and and the thing that will make it appeal, um, you know, beyond comic book lovers is the the you know the singular focus on these three characters, and really singular focus on Logan, but, but Logan, Lara, and and Xavier, sort of mm-hmm. all, it's their journey, it's their story, and, and everyone else, you know, is a supporting cast member, yeah. you know, in the purest sense. Yeah, everything
1: was literally very subtle in uh, in Logan. Uh, it it kind of, I think, thrived because of that. I feel like you could, um, like, it, it works very well as a standalone movie, and I think you could even... Just watched the first X Men movie and then this, and you've got a perfectly good two part story, beginning and end of the uh, Wolverine Xavier story. I did think one thing that another thing that uh, other than the how the X Men all died, um, which I thought was a very big emotional impact in Old Man Logan, uh, and I wish they had kind of had time to get into in in Logan, um, was the idea of like you know the uh, the world's most you know most powerful mind breaking down. Um, yeah. And I thought that you know, it, you know, they a kind great, of that was a great line. Yeah, it was, it was, it was uh, great. I kind of wish they, you know, talk a little more about. It. But again, like I feel like that's part of why Logan was so good is it left me wanting so much more, but it left me satisfied as well.
0: Yeah. So even though I I I keep saying over and over again that Logan is different from other superhero movies, there is one superhero movie that it it does get compared to. Uh, quite a bit, but also kind of for the same reasons is when when this movie came out, it, it had some of the same qualities as Logan, and that's the dark Knight so yeah. so getting into d c territory yes, there really. we go <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah no it, it um i I could definitely say that in that the Dark Knight was the most understated of all the uh, definitely of all the d c movies but even uh, of the Batman movies. This plays out more in in the Dark Knight Rises, uh, is the the, uh, the you know the hero is is getting older in these. I mean, I feel I, like that, a parallel of Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, like those two. No,
0: yeah, the the well, it was it was really for you know the Dark Knight trilogy as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I think you know the 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 more cerebral superhero. I mean, there's action to to satisfy the action fans, but. You know, it's really super character driven and it's it's really cerebral and it makes you think um, as much as it gives you a little rush of adrenaline. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I do think that those those parallels are warranted. So,
1: so um, Logan... Oh, and, and one more thing from, uh, from Old Man Logan, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, yeah. The biggest thing is the... Uh, it, I, th- I was very interested to see Pacifist Logan. Although yes, I did, yes. I, I did think it would be very difficult to do two hours of a Wolverine movie without, without seeing the claws. claws. Yeah. Uh, and they dispel that right away. They're like, nope, nope, he's not. This is not Old Man Logan. He is not a pacifist. Put that notion to bed right now. Um, but I thought that was very interesting. But you made the point um, uh, earlier when we were talking about it, about how Hawkeye was the, the driver of that story. Yeah, I, even, I though, mean, even though Logan was the one driving. Yeah. literally. <laughs> it,
0: you know what? It, without the, the thing about Old Man Logan was that... You're right. Hawkeye was the one that that did all the killing for you know that, that yeah. took care of the violence and took care of the, the killing for Logan so that Logan can remain a pacifist. Logan didn't have that. I, I, I was a little bit hoping that they would do it with Laura, that Laura would be the violent version of him. Yeah. Um, but it was I, I have to admit, it was hella cool seeing both of them violent yes. together. The scenes yes. where they were they tag team. Were some of my favorite scenes, and yeah. I only watched some of it because it was a little violent. Um, so I was watching it through my fingers, um, but still, some of the best fight scenes that I've seen. I mean, that little girl airborne with claws yeah. out is yeah. is just which they insane. had to
1: apparently search far and wide for a uh, for an actress to fill that role because they wanted uh, they wanted her to be a little girl and not a young woman. Uh, and they needed someone who's bilingual, because she, you know, obviously, you know, oh, yeah. she's flown to Mexico City. Spanish. Like, she's she going to speak on Spanish. Point. Well, here's the thing: is her so both her parents are actors, uh, which the uh, the director said, you know, kind of made her. She's one of the the most uh, got a great sensitivity for acting. Um, her her dad is, I believe, British, and her mom is Spanish. Great. Um, and so, uh, so yeah. And she, I, uh, I I, don't know if she did her own stunts, but she uh, definitely has a gymnastics background from what I've read. So, uh, yeah, and her only credit other than this is just a, uh, a small series of eight episodes that she did um, uh, in a show with her father. Uh, so, you know, she goes from that to, you know, to Logan. and uh, Which know. is smashing the box office this weekend. Yeah,
0: I mean, there's even, like, Oscar talk about Logan.
1: Yeah, yeah, which I think, I was thinking about that afterwards is this could be the su- the superhero movie that wins you know a significant Oscar if uh, you, know, pr- you know probably not best picture but something like you know best supporting actress uh, I mean best supporting actor for Sir Patrick I mean he was incredible um, even I mean I don't think it would be out of I don't think it would be outrageous to say potentially best actor for Hugh Jackman because it was it was incredible set and he even said like, you know, with the other movies, you know, there's always a chance, like, oh, if this one sucks. You know, well, we can just we can, we can just another do another one. one. But he's like, this is I've already said this is my last one, and and so I've got to make it great, and he did. And I also wonder what the implications are for any future X Men movie for Professor X. I
0: know there's like, a tiny new League of X Men. Yes, now That we're aware of.
1: Yes, um, which uh, uh, some of them have some basis uh, in. Uh, in the the X Men comics, uh, but yeah, so I don't know if if maybe uh, maybe they're just gonna let the the three original X Men movie, the three uh, you know new class X Men movies, and then Logan is the cap on, and that's the seven, so it's the two trilogies, and then Logan, and then they're just gonna start anew, uh, which you know be interesting, new new era for for X Men fans.
0: Yeah, and and you know what's great about the X Men and the different portrayals throughout the years is that it's it's you know, as as fresh talent comes into the market and as, you know, it's always been a little bit of a political, you know, story. Oh, yeah,
1: well, the X-Men have always I, been you know, at, yeah, as a our, very political statement. Um,
0: yeah, as our world changes and, and as, you know, our collective worldview changes, it's interesting to see, you know, how that story evolves mm-hmm. and, and how they address it and how a new generation, you know, reacts to it, so... Though
1: potentially the least political X-Men, uh, X-Men, um that I know you are dying to see. Hopefully they don't the, nothing changes about the Gambit, Gambit movie. Gambit, yeah. <laughs> um, so hopefully you get your Gambit movie because that is your that he's your man.
0: I'm excited. I hope they, they kind of do it R rated. Yeah. Yeah,
1: oh that would be I fr- hope
0: they do it R rated. I, I feel like I after dark 2 R rated
1: su- uh, successes I think I think Fox and will at least Fox will be more bold in terms of their movies, and hopefully, um, hopefully, you know, other movies will step it up. Uh, hopefully, you know, I would love to see like I would love to see an R rated, you know, Justice League film, especially if they go up against Dark Side. That has to be R rated. You also, can't see Apocalypse PG thirteen. Yeah,
0: the the biggest criticism of Suicide Squad among many criticisms oh, well, was yeah, was that PG yeah.
1: thirteen
0: rating. That kind of. You know, it's put a bad lot of guys and, yeah. It put a lot of restraints on a movie that had suicide in the title. Yeah. You know, so yeah. so that's that. You could
1: do a whole podcast you and me on, on suicide. Yeah, Scott. that Maybe was really we will. problematic. Maybe we'll, we'll but I love I
0: love what Marvel's doing with the R rated movies and the movies. With well, these, Fox,
1: because Marvel's well, yeah. Marvel's with Disney, so they're they're. So they're making still, the Avengers. They're making you know the Avengers. Yeah. I think uh, it's really Fox taking the uh, taking, taking the, the, the bold steps forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think they're. I think. I think they'll be better for it. And I think we'll get better. Better uh, Though I love the superhero movies we've got, we'll have more impactful superhero movies for it. We hope you uh, you like the, the podcast. Stay tuned to Gee Prime on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we'll be sure to let you know when the next one hits the Internet. Yeah,
0: and, and definitely get in touch with us. We're always on the social channels. We're always listening and responding to you guys. So uh, let us know what you thought of Logan. And if there's a topic that you think would be fun for us to discuss next time, uh, we're open to suggestions.
1: All right. Have a good day, everybody.
0: See ya.